Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Brooklyn, New York City, Long Island, New Jersey. In all parts, this is the moment we've been waiting for. This is the time of year that we've been waiting to have a serious role with. Let's talk basketball. I, um said that I couldn't wait for for uh the playoffs to come because I um you know I I, I wanted to get to the nitty gritty right but then you have a game like tonight that was meaningless cuz even if we had the third seed what what does it matter at the end of the day there's just something about the way they executed their game tonight. And it just gave me so much confidence that we are going to uh, take this thing home. Bam. <laughs> you know, tell me how you're feeling right now, brother. Like, I, you saw what I saw tonight. Anxious. Um, I was at a function yesterday with a lot of my friends all nick fans and there was a lot of hoops talk mm-hmm. and you know you could just kind of feel it in the air it's it's this is what we've been waiting for since these guys signed since the Harden trade is the opportunity to it starts now um and really once once those bucks games happen and it was clear that we can no longer get the one seed it's kind of just been like all right we're in a holding pattern here until the playoffs start and we've got a nice little five-day break here to, to clear our heads but i'm assuming the nets are going to be that saturday opening game you know they're an east coast team so i'm expecting that to be us in that first game and we'll see who we play but here we go it's it's, it's time to it's time to do the damn thing uh, who do you think we're getting who's winning the plan is it the wizard uh, and the game's in boston um, not that that matters too much. I, the Celtics, I like it's, the Celtics I, look I, gutless. I want the Celtics for multiple reasons. No, um, I, I, I want to dismantle those uniforms. Right. Those I classic want the final uniforms. nail in the coffin from the trade. I want Kyrie yeah. to get that moment. Um, and I do think it's a better matchup for us, I think. Washington enters the playoffs feeling like they accomplished something where Boston feels like they're a failure. Uh, as I watch LeBron James hitting uh, Caldwell Pope for a nice little three here in, in the in, in the background. So what's, what's doing some scouting there? for the finals. What's the score there? 66-61. Uh, Lakers are up in, early in the third. Uh. Um, so, I, you know, I, I, I think it's 50-50. 
gun to my head, I think it's gonna. I think it's Washington. I think they'll be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Boston loses two games and doesn't make it. No, they they've um, looked gutless, yo. They've looked, um, you know, like spineless uh, cowards out there. I, I, I mean, sure they're injured. But these are young guys, man. This should be the season that they should be feasting on old bones. These right. guys, these guys. I think, I think Kyrie is vindicated because I, I think Kyrie was trying to elevate these kids to a certain level of seriousness that I, I don't think they have in them. It reminds me of when Pierce and Garnett were here, and you know, after the season. And, you know, pretty clear they were taking a shot at Williams. You know, they said guys there didn't want to practice, you know, and and practice like a championship team. Yep. You know, and Kyrie had seen, you know, maybe Kyrie's not the best leader. So maybe the way he went about it wasn't wasn't great. Right. Um, But I do think in Boston, he's coming from Cleveland, fresh off a championship. Championship attitude. I'm the guy who knows how to do this. Right. Um, but maybe he just didn't go about it the right way. So I, that's the team I hope we see. Um, you know, but either way. You it know, would be so be poetic. Champions. Like, I hope they don't just suck their way to ruin it, it for us. It would just be so poetic to just get Boston in the first round and just dispatch them, like, And it's just a more high-profile team. You know, it's, like a, it's a yeah. sexier matchup than Washington. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to beat the Wizards in the in the right. first round. Who do you? Okay, so so we beat them. Who do you think we're getting in the second round? It's, it's we're gonna get Milwaukee. Uh, I think Miami will give them a nice run, but I think people are just kind of overrating the bubble, and I don't think Milwaukee's losing to them I, again. I think the bubble was a farce. I also think this season was a farce. I think. I think there was a lot of teams that kind of gutlessly gave up on the season and weakened their teams and and um, uh, and just had misfortune. Like Toronto is supposed to be in the mix of the in the top four. They them playing in in Tampa Bay just short circuited any chance of them being successful this year. This was this was a weird season. I don't think you should believe in anything you see this season, unless it's unless it's the Brooklyn Nets. Like that. That's I just... think a lot of I think a lot of teams that were like surprise teams, like the Knicks. There'll be a, people will look at them with some skepticism heading into next year to see if they can duplicate the years that they had. So you know, I get what you're saying. Um, it's not but... just them. I, I'm I'm talking about the Suns too. Like I don't I. I don't well, the Suns are like the perfect regular season team. They yep. they play every night. Their guys play every night. They've got a good mix of youth and veterans, and you know they're they're, they're playing their hardest. But they're not built for the postseason. You know, I, I don't think Booker's there yet to be that go to scorer. You know, Chris Paul can't do that anymore. So they're 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 a good team. Sucks for them that they might wind up playing the Lakers there in the first round because they'll, they'll probably be heading home, but. You know, it's it's um, going back to the Nets. It's it's there's just it's the weirdest feeling because there's still like so many moving parts to this team, right? And the playoffs are five days away. Like we, they're saying, Joe Harris may not practice this week. Um, you know, it looks like Harden was out for precautionary reasons, and that's fine. They didn't need him tonight. But even like the rotation, like none of this seems settled. Um, 
and I guess we'll just have to wait and see how they you know they approach it. Do you think it's not settled because Nash doesn't know what he's doing? No, I don't think I don't think Nash is dumb in that regard. I think he's just bad like late management coach. Um, but I don't think he's quick on his toes. But um, in fairness to him, it's like new lineup or new injury report every single day. So they they've needed to play so many different guys. And look, this this could benefit them. You know, all the role players have those are the guys who stayed healthy. So right. it's been the other guys that have been the moving parts. So they've all found their groove. And I think what you've seen over this last few games, even though maybe the competition hasn't been all that great, those role players shoot well at home. Yeah. The Harris's, the Sham, Shamit comes out of a slump at home. So I think, and, and you, you know, you go back to those Bucks games, like the, the other guys didn't shoot well right. in those games. So they became too reliant on Durant, too reliant on Irving, and they kind of got bogged down. T- tonight, you know, obviously you take the opponent into consideration, but that's when, when the Nets are humming, that's what it looks like. Durant had 23 points. He didn't have to have 40. Right. He had 13 assists. Kyrie had 18 and six assists. Like everybody was touching it. Everybody was getting in on the action. And and when the Nets are really humming and playing their best, that's what it looks like. And, and what we haven't seen, you know, much lately, of course, um, but we're going to see a lot in the playoffs is just how Harden makes, you know, the the other guys right. uh, better. And I, and I hate to call them the other guys because I, I know uh, it's the Cleveland. You know what? That is what they are. But yeah, I, 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 I think Nick Claxton is special, yo. I, I, I was watching him and he guarded, um, uh, who's the kid with the little rat tail that got ejected? <laughs> Colin um, Sexton. Se- yeah, Colin Sexton. He uh 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 basically you know was the only net who could stay in front of him. You know, so uh I I just think he's an incredible defender, man. Like look, Nick brings that he, he and his rebounding is good too. He's got a good long uh, wingspan he snatches a lot of balls where he's like coming back into the play after contesting or guarding a perimeter player so he gets back into the play um you know he's just not there offensively yet but you see that you saw the couple games where james plays he gets himself into double figures just by getting you know running the floor and setting screens so the, the the one thing that really concerns me is about him is i don't even know if you could play him late in the game he can't hit a free throw to save his life and it's shocking that he's so bad at it because his form it's not like he's like bricking them. Like he's got mm-hmm. a nice little touch on his shot. You know, it, it doesn't seem like he should be shooting it so poorly, but he really struggles from there. Yeah, no, he he's um, he's uh, uh, I I I'm shocked at like how much of a backward step he's taken in in his offense. He's uh, he's definitely sped up. Is what I see. And you know, but he's twenty two. They don't need him to score. He it, that's that's not what he's there for. But I, I think he's vital. I think he's vital because he just is a little bit more mobile than um than um uh, Blake Griffin is, and he just he's just insurance, you know, behind you know uh, the rest of these guys. I I, I kind of believe that the Nets are going to step up. In defense, in the playoffs, the the superstars are going to play better than we expect them to play. 
but we need these guys. We we uh, I don't know. I you think Joe Harris is a better better to start than um Nick Claxton? To start the game? Yeah. Well, Claxton's not going to start. They're going to start Griffin Duran and then it's really to me it's either going to be half green or brown and I think he will and should go with with Brown at that at that spot. Brown? Absolutely. I think Brown has such a disadvantage against much bigger teams. Well, 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 well like who? So he, he so we we don't want Durant being overly stressed, right? At you know at the four spot, Brown allows him to play, you know, guard some of the bigger guys, and he just does. He's the energy guy. Like I, I get it, I, but. But what is Brown going to do against in the playoffs when coaches can zero in on him? What is he going to do they? against against? Of course they can. If you've got Giannis and if you've got Giannis and um, Brook Lopez, even even Middleton is a uh, it, it's like you know um, mouse in the house. It's he, he's he's too small. He can't guard those guys. They're going to get a lot of easy buckets on him. He. He's the guy you start that doesn't play a ton of minutes, but you know I don't want to start Harris and I don't want to start Green either. I think he's the perfect fit. He's the he's the complimentary guy. LeBron crying already. The official shut up, LeBron. What, um, what's the score over there? The five oh. to a lifeless Pelicans team. Um, yeah, they they're out. <laughs> yeah, they got Hernan Gomez out there. Um, so you know, I, I think Bruce just does like the little things. We don't—he's the only guy in the team that gets offensive rebounds, and with all the and even off, he helps us on offense. All the attention on all those other guys. He's the best guy off the ball, cutting to the rim. You know, he passes well. He, he never fucks up. Um, so he would be my guy, and if not him, then Green would be my next choice. He's such a good little player, man. Like I, I. A lot of the things he does is un, underappreciated, but for me, I think he should come off the bench. I think he's the shot in the arm when things get a little bit of flat. Have him come in, create a little chaos. You know, I, I think I think Nick Claxton. They're not gonna play Nick Claxton. I I I know that. No matter how many um, letters I write, it's Coach Nash, he's not there. He's not playing Nick Claxton. So not not as a starter, no. Nah, um, but I think that Claxton is going to save them in the playoffs. I think, I think, I think he's going to do things in the playoffs that are 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 going to be um, fundamental to, to them winning. So, of course, you know, look, they need everybody. That's everybody that plays is going to be important uh, in their own way, and he's no different. And DeAndre's number will be called at some point. We're going to need him to. Turn the clock back a little bit. It might only be for a game or two, but we're going to need it at some point. Um, and, and that's how teams become special. It's everybody has to do it. Like I go back to the Giants Super Bowls. Like every player somewhere along the way in that run made their mark. You know, even if it was a, a right. third down stop, getting somebody shorter. Special teams guys. Think of that Forty Nine er game. You know, you got guys making plays on special teams that turned the game. Unsung heroes. David Tyree. You need everybody. Uh, everybody who plays, some guys may not play in every game. Some guys may not play in every series, you know, particularly like DeAndre. But at some point, they're going to be in foul trouble and and Embiid or, uh, you know, 
Giannis, somebody's destroying them, and they say, "Let you know, let's give the, let's bring the old dog in, see if he's got anything mm-hmm. left." And you know, you might need a, a, it might just be an eight-minute spurt, but something like that can, you know, change a series. Yeah, there'll be there'll be a moment where they need to just throw a body on Embiid to just weigh him down. That's it. You know that I think that's a great spot for uh, for uh, DeAndre, but you know he hasn't looked good against Embiid this year. <laughs> Which concerns me, but well, look, it, and I don't want to get into a thing about. We'll, we'll talk about Philly if and when we see them, but yep. you know, no one's going to stop Embiid. <laughs> That's you know, you just want to be somewhat make it somewhat difficult on him to get his right, right. You want to just detour him a little bit, um, then you know, you want him to be a, a little bit less than what he regularly is, right? And if that happens, they're they're in trouble. What? What do you think of uh, Blake Griffin? Blake is, um, you know, well, one thing I always say is, do these coaches talk to the players? He has not hit one three this year where he hesitates, pump fakes, or dribbles, and then shoots it. When he just catches and shoots it, he's pretty solid from there. Yep. Uh, but that, all those pump, it never goes in. Has anybody said to him, hey, Blake, you haven't hit one of those? I like, wish, if you, I wish if somebody you can't would get pull him aside and just say, son, them shits ain't going in, bro. Stop right. shooting them. You know, if you ca- when he catches and shoots, it's fine. He's shooting probably pretty solid percentage. Um, you know, he all, was great in that our, Denver game. All of our bigs shoot pretty well. I mean, all of our power forward-ish bigs shoot pretty yeah. well. Um, uh, but I, I, what a fucking pass on that play today, y'all. Yeah, and, and what he does for us is just that. His He knows how to play the game. Yep. Um, and at the five spot, so like you talking about a matchup with Embiid, right? He's gonna he's gonna eat on us. Mm-hmm. But now if Embiid has to guard someone like Griffin, you put him in the pick and roll. He can't if he sags in the lane on a guard. Well, now the guard's coming at him downhill, or you know he has they have the pop back option. So he he just keeps our offense flowing. Right. Um, you know if we have to kick it back to him, he can shoot it or he can pass it quick. Screen for the guy he passed it to, and, and, and the motion keeps going and going. So. You know, Blake Sprinter, thank God they have him, because if they didn't, you know, you'd be like, you'd be looking at that front line rotation and being like, Jesus Christ, you know, yeah. we're in trouble here. Yeah. What do you, how many chances do you give, uh, do you give Miami? Is Miami dead in the water out over there? Like, man, what what chances do you think of us face, facing them? Maybe a 20, 20, 25%. You know why the Wizards isn't going to beat us? The Wizards aren't going to beat us because Russell Westbrook is going to look at Kevin Durant happy with Kyrie Irving, and he's going to pull a ultimate Russell Westbrook. He, he's going to do some dumb shit, isn't he? <laughs> so, like, I think I think we would sweep Boston. I think the Wizards could get a game or two against us. You know what? You're right. Which might not even be that bad of a thing, to be honest with you, to have a, a first-round series that maybe goes an extra game or two than you thought. And, you know, it, it's just like a little bit of a character-building problem. What, so. what I'm hoping for is, like, uh, close games in the first four, but right. we sweep them. I don't right, want them you. playing, putting a lot of miles on, on KD and Kyrie early on. I want them to be there when we need them to do the heavy lifting. So, right. so you know, 
it's it's the Sixers. Like the Sixers is the only team that could beat us. I'm, Phil, Phillies and you know their first two rounds are going to be, you know, pretty favorable matchups for them. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be pretty, pretty easy with for them. I mean, I mean, look, I'd prefer to play the Heat because I just don't think they have enough offense uh, to stay up with us. Like they would be better. Yeah, with, I'll, I'll be rooting for Miami versus Milwaukee. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, nah, nah. The the Bucks are about the um. The most interesting series in the East will be the Knicks and the Hawks. That that that's a real good matchup for the league. You know what? It's cute. It's adorable. What um? You know who you got? You got the Knicks and is Trey Young I healthy? Mean, I, I I mean I don't know, I'm really sure. I haven't paid too much attention. I know he's been playing. I don't know how healthy he is. I guess you know. I guess because of the home court, I'll give it to the Knicks. And I feel like there'll be a lot of Nick fans down at those games in Atlanta too. Uh, Atlanta has a lot of talent, but their their young talent is some of them right. are just horrible. You can't depend on those dudes. <laughs> like you just really just can't depend on like his the way if it, oh man that the kid who plays shooting guard for them he's like the prototype wing wing. You know, modern day wing. He's like six ten at the shooting. He's about reddish or um, Cam Reddish, redhead kid. No, reddish. Reddish. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a fun series. Um, I mean, but you know, you'd assume it'll be on the opposite day of the Nets as well. So, like, what? I don't. So it's like Atlanta with versus the Knicks is like a grown up, like a, a group of kids playing against grown ups, like the. The Knicks have some grizzled veterans on their team. Like that, that team's older than. The Knicks are tough to hate because it's like, what am I going to hate on? Like Todd Gibson, like the guy wears Rex specs. <laughs> you know, like, and what's his name? That guy Alec Burks looks like he's wearing Skechers on the court. Yo, Alec Burks looks like, uh, you know, he looks like he has. He works for NASA. Sock. He 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 looks like he's he looks like he works for NASA. Yeah, his socks look like they stink. <laughs> He has a sweater vest that smells like yeah. uh, Tide. Long hair all over it. You know, so, they, you know, they, they, look, they had a good season. And they could certainly get out of the first round. Um, so it would be interesting to see that. Um, but, man, this is going to be a wild run here. And I've already told myself I'm going to just stay off Twitter during the games because I, I just can't control myself. <laughs> no, I just you can't. know, you know me. I gotta be. Uh, uh, I gotta talk to the people. <laughs> yeah, I gotta stay off. I just can't control control it. I'm trying to decide so, if I'm gonna go to games. You going? I don't want to go if it's thirty percent full. They've yeah, got. I'm not they, paying five hundred dollars to sit in a meal with uh, thousand people. You go to the games for the atmosphere. You know, and if our our fan base with three thousand people there, and the the ticket demands what they are, you're gonna get a lot of casuals. Our diehards aren't gonna be there. It's gonna be a lame fucking crowd. So, I'm really hoping by the second round, you know, they at least get to fifty percent capacity. Yeah. Yo, Sam is trying to get in. Let me let me let me merge him in. All right. I know he's probably hype. Hold on. You know, and I'll just...
everybody just bear with me. I'm trying to get it. Sam. Sam. Yes, sir. All right, now I got to figure out how do I get Bam in there. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, I got it. Here we go. This is... Bam. Bam. Okay, I can't hear Bam. Bam. Sam, can I hear you? <laughs> I'm here. All right. Do I have Bam muted? Oh, he's we're calling Bam. All right, man. All right, we'll try to get Bam back in. Dude, you were at the game. I was there, baby. Report on the vibes. How was it? So, vibes are good. You had my by the way, I will say I was checking um I was checking Twitter during the game obviously to see what Mets Nation had to say. You had the best tweet during it, which was like, Mike James, who do you think you are? Because <laughs> that dude, me, I, was, I was there with my good friend Eric, who's also a Nets fan from my hometown. And we were both like, all right, like this, this Mike James thing, like it was, it, it, it's kind of fun, but like, dude, like when, when Kyrie and KD are on the floor, you gotta, you gotta take a, a, like a couple back seats. Like it's not even like, oh, you should be, in the passenger seat or, oh, you should be sitting behind the driver of the passenger seat. You're like in the third row of the minivan. It's like, you got to relax. <laughs> Mike James doesn't think like that. He thinks he's just as good as Kyrie. He just never got the opportunity. He, oh, I mean, it, it, that's, how, that's how it felt. The whole, the whole game, like uh, my friend and I, we kept looking at each other and we were like, are we going to see anybody else like shoot? How was, how was the crowd? Uh, I thought the crowd was good. I mean, look, like it's it, like it's hard to tell because, like, I thought that what I was happy about was that I thought the people that were there were Nets fans. Like, it wasn't this like hodgepodge of basketball fans slash media slash like whatever. It was. I thought I thought it was like hardcore Nets fans that wanted to be there. Um, I was actually sitting kind of like centerish court um, in like the high one hundreds and. Uh, so I was sitting right by where Grady and Kustak and Ian Eagle were. We saw Kyrie's dad walk in. He uh, he seemed happy. Uh, two of two of my favorite people on earth were there, which was Alicia Keys and Swizz Beats, who I <laughs> love. Um, but uh, but yeah, I thought I thought I thought the crowd was I thought the crowd was good. I, I what I was most happy about honestly was that from the first quarter on it really seemed like they were like, all right, like this isn't going to be one of those letdown games. Like we're getting the two seed. And then no, the, and the then game was over five minutes in. Yeah. And then we're getting at it. And <clears throat> Look, I thought, I thought Nash uh, playing all the starters in the third quarter was an interesting move. Sam, it was clear. Sam, 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 Sam. I know. No, 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 please be, be hyped. But, but I gotta, for, for the people who weren't there with you, I gotta know what it was like to see that play in person. The play, the play of the year. What was that like in person? So, all right, so full discretion. So I start a job tomorrow working for a law firm. And on that play, I I was watching it, like, watching it happen. And I screamed so loud. And I'm like, I've been at playoff games before. <laughs> and, I've I, like, I've been at MLB playoff games and NBA playoff games, whatever. I was so excited that, like, and I've never lost my voice before, that I reached some level that my friend was making fun of me for the next quarter because my voice was gone. 
Like <laughs> I was so amped by it. Cause you're like, no, cause you, cause first of all, when Mike James gets the ball, you're like, Oh great. He's going to lay it up. Like this epic play is like going to turn into like Mike James padding his stats. And when he threw it off the backboard to Durant, you're like, Oh my God, is he actually going to like do a more selfless play as opposed to just, just getting his. And so that was what was like. I was just like kind of praying as it was all unfolding, but it was, it was, it was insane. And like, the and the crowd the, the crowd was obviously in on it and it was like clear that I mean look what you what you what is totally evident watching on TV and you feel it when you're there is this team absolutely loves each other so for all like the bullshit about oh like Kyrie has this issue and Katie has this Harden has this issue it's all it's like pure nonsense like I can't promise you that tomorrow they're gonna like not hate each other but like this team has a different vibe than any Nets team I've ever like even the team that even the D'Lo Levert team, this team feels tighter. Like, there's just, there's a vibe to it. Dude, it's different. Those were like kids just right, having exactly. fun. These are adults. Right, and 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 adults that are just so superior to everyone else in basketball, they have a I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude like you've never seen before, and it's, I, I love it. Like, so watching Harden sitting courtside with shades on drinking a smoothie is incredible scenes for me. Like <laughs> I think it's right. I think it's amazing. It's hilarious. Like, so I have a question for you guys, for mm. you two. So you're watching at home. You so I've actually been I've been a little bit off the off the grid and I haven't been watching as closely as I was for like the the week before that. But is is this Mike James thing becoming something that I need to like actually like worry about for the playoffs because like I as you as Eve as especially as you know I am like the number one Tyler Johnson fan think it's like think he sets the tone unbelievably well he works with basically everyone on the team and I love him as the as the third guard and this Mike James thing like actually freaks me out because he's the type of guy that will actually take two bad shots and in a playoff series that can like swing a game if 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 they clank off the backboard and you get two quick threes going the other way. Yeah, um, it's a point guard thing. Uh, there's something that... I, I got to stop you. I'm watching the uh, Laker game and Anthony Davis is limping off the floor. Oh, boy. Thank you for participating, Lakers. Uh, he looks like he's trying to shake it off, but... <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna have. Uh, I mean, this whole pl- this playoffs gonna be a shit show. But well, I mean, no, there's, yeah, there, there's a lot of teams that are overly good than what they really are. This this was a really like just weird season. You you had a team in in this season that did not play in its stadium. <laughs> this was not normal basketball. This was this was something else. But still, like I I think now that the playoffs are here. Now that some normalcy is coming back to the world as, as much as as much as there could possibly be, I I think now you're gonna see real basketball now. Um, uh, I, I, I I'm I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Sam, one last thing about about uh, being live, right? Yep. <laughs> when I when the play happened, it was so incredible that even. Um, Iron Eagle, who's usually not speechless, you could you've ne- nothing makes Iron Eagle speechless, but he was speechless, didn't say anything, 
And then like two seconds later, he goes, phenomenal. (laughs) 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 That, that, That fucked my head up because he... He was so shocked in the moment. Like, he just, he was like, Durant, phenomenal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because he was, he was, like, when I I listened to the um, broadcast after, he was just already shocked by the Blake Griffin behind the back. Like, he was already, like, right. He was like, oh, he was already, like, whatever happens at at this point, like, Blake Griffin just pulled off a kind of, no look behind the back pass that, that that went forward perfectly to another player. Like he, you know, but no, I mean, it was, it was fucking crazy. And it's kind of like an epitome of the, it was kind of a microcosm of the, of the entire season a little bit. Right. It was like, it was everyone involved all in different ways, like all in different ways, all, all putting their touch on it. And I liked KD's like little thing, statement after the game of like, we're not a big three, we're, we're a big 15. <laughs> And you know, I actually they're a big. Him- they're a big three. I like the sentiment, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, I want to believe you, but I've seen James Harden play. Okay, Kyrie Irving just had a a, a 50, 40, 90 season. That's not normal. <laughs> like that, just you know, players just don't walk into the NBA and do that. Uh, it it's most definitely a big three. But it's nice, though. <laughs> I also wanted to um, – to, so uh, my friend that I was with, he said something that I thought was super smart. And I, I can't tell – I can't or I can't remember if, Bam, if you've tweeted about this before also. But one thing that Nash has done that I think is like kind of out of the Popovich playbook a little bit is he's basically at this point played every role player – with every kind of iteration of the of the big three, uh, Bam said that earlier in the podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad just, it just it just like it is a really just fucking smart thing that Nash has done. Like it's it's kind of like how Pop would in in all Pop would always sit his all stars on the ABC televised games in the regular season because he's like I want you guys to feel what it's like to play when like a lot of the, a lot of the U a lot of America's watching or a lot of the NBA world is watching. Like it's kind of under the same guys. It's like, you know, you, you, every single lineup basically is a different iteration. I think it's like, I don't want to see TLC play at all. Ever. <laughs> I know. I'm, I think I'm the only one left. <laughs> TLC Island. Nah, I'm off the TLC. Like TLC. Nah, B you be, he's that's China. Shang Wong pandas for you next year. TLC. Well, I think you'll see is TLC, Perry, obviously, Johnson, Johnson, and James probably won't play. Now, James in, is playing. In the postseason. I think uh, James. You think so? Oh, yeah. It's not smart. I feel like they could stagger Kyrie, Harden, and and um, Durant. Like, they can open and close with those guys, but you could stagger them in the middle where one of them is on the floor at all times. But I, I've noticed that Kyrie and, and, and Kevin like to play together. It's, 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 a, little, it's a little bitch-ass, but I, I, I mean, I get it, I guess. What do you think about that I, guy? I don't, I don't think James is going to get minutes. I really don't. That would be. I would be very surprised. I mean, you're making me happy because I think James should be – James's role to me should basically be like – 
our team is our, our team is playing like shit. We need we, we need someone to basically step up and basically be a little bit of like some microwave scoring and and that that's when he should get in because like the, the only thing that stops James from playing the only thing that stops James from playing I think he's gonna play for guys. The only thing that stops him from playing is if Spencer comes back. And that's that's gonna be the last question for the night, gentlemen. Is Spencer coming back? <laughs> I don't even know if I want him to come back. <laughs> and I was saying that it's like, you, you want to like figure out working him back into the rotation and like the second round. It's like, it's just too much. It's too many moving parts again. It really is. I, that, that, that's a good argument. Even though I, I want to see Spencer earn his ring. I want to see him hit a big shot and, you know, against the bucks. And I think I would rather have him than Mike James. Well, uh, yeah, but I don't think James is going to play, so. You know, uh, what what say you, um, Sam, I am? You think, you think, uh, you think uh, 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 Mike James is, is not going to play? You think uh, Spencer might take up those minutes? So, so I think, I unfortunately think that James will play in the, in the playoffs, how much, I don't know, but I, I mean, I've been nervous for a while now about that, about him taking, uh, Tyler's minutes as it pertains to the, the, the Spencer thing. I, it's funny. I didn't even consider the whole, like, do I even want him back? Cause it's always right. been like, Oh, it'd be so awesome to have him like whatever. I actually think Bam might be spot on. Like it does seem like it's like be, beyond Spencer, like trying to fit him in a, a, another guy to fit in. He also, I think, has a certain personality. He's got a massive chip on his shoulder and loves to prove it to everyone. And it's like, I mean, this isn't this isn't us plugging in. Like, I'm trying to think of a of a of a decent. This isn't like trying to plug in. You know, if if Tyler Johnson was 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 coming off of an injury, it's like a guy who's like pretty seamless right, and just like right. play his role. Like Dinwiddie's got. It, Dinwiddie also has the money component, also, which like is something that you can't. Yeah. Uh, I, I yeah, think they're going to pay him. If they weren't going to pay him, they would have traded him. They're going to pay him. They're going to no, pay him. If they, if they won it this year without him, why would you pay him? You've proven you don't need him. And I, I with think, the tax bill, you're going to pay him like $60 million for a guy I that think you they want Kyrie I mean, insurance. I think they want Kyrie insurance. I think, I think you know, I mean, Kyrie look, did I mean, a hell of a do job. It, but I, I don't see it happening. It's it. It doesn't. If they win a championship this year, the money isn't a thing. Like honestly, they they're just gonna fortify themselves to win a championship again, and and they're better with Spencer. They're deeper with Spencer. You know, he's he's one of their guys. I I just don't see them letting him get away unless someone comes and gives him ignorant money. He he should probably get Joe Harris money. Um. He's, he's, he's going to get like a Fred Van Fleet. He's probably going to get a Fred Van Fleet type thing, like four years, eighty, four years, eighty-four, what, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like. He's getting twenty million a year. Yeah, but I, but I do think, you know, it's the the Dinwiddie thing is is interesting because I my common like my gut kind of goes to what Bam said, which is basically like, look, if they if they let's say they 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 win or they go to the finals, like it's hard for me to say that they're going to basically pay an unbelievable tax for him but at the same time like he clearly has some type of sweet spot on this team and the t- and, and 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 the trade pieces is is interesting because marks is someone that maximizes um 
uh, like value when he has it. Yeah. And and so and so it is weird that he wouldn't have traded Dinwiddie in a piece for something because I'm sure he could have wanted something out there that probably could have been of use. Um, unless look, I mean, I mean, unless like they didn't make a move because of all the guys they signed. I mean, they also thought. I mean, the the hilarious thing to me about the about the whole Nets thing is, you know. A month ago, or whatever it was, a month and a half ago, you look at the Nets roster today that basically had 100 points before the, almost before the third quarter, and I get Cleveland is Cleveland. But, like, Harden-Harris and Marcus Aldridge all aren't playing today. It's just, like, it's fucking insane. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, like, really fucking crazy. Eve has, Eve has some iconic tweets of, like, we're taking over the fucking world, like it's over. Like <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn in three, not even. Nah, four. man, I, I believe it. I like this. I I don't know why anyone would like hold back. And like this team is a juggernaut. This team, this team is indomitable. Like I I've never seen anything like this before, and I don't know why why one. It's like sometimes that some Nets fans are apologetic, or. They wanna, they wanna say like, I, everything else is silly. Like it's silly, it's silly to talk like to, it's silly to live in this city and not watch the Nets every night. Even though our, it's incredibly our, our, our television ratings are, are better than the the Knicks and the Knicks are winning. Um, but I think that tells you that people are watching that aren't Nets fans, that aren't one of us. They're just watching to just see good basketball. Like, I'm watching these 91-point games, these 109-point games from these other teams. And if you watch a Nets game, come on, man. Like, our our scrubs are good. Our scrubs are good, man. Everybody on the team can score. Every single person can put the ball in the in, in 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 the bucket. It's incredible. It's incredible. I, I'm I'm not bashful. I this team, if if they don't win a championship, something went wrong with health or something went wrong with Nash. I, I hate to put it all on him, but the talent is there. James Harden knows the talent. Like, you know what team this is? You wanna know what this team is, Bam? And you're gonna agree with me. Finally, <laughs> this is the Houston Rockets with Kyrie. the The Houston Rockets team that took that that went to seven games with with the um, Golden State Warriors with Kyrie and KD. That's what this team is. That's well, what this the, the, team is. Yeah, but you know what? Look, they still got to rebound. You know, they got to do all the little things too. You know, they, they can't give up, you know, 25, 30 more shots to teams like Philly, to teams like the Lakers. Those teams will beat you if you do that. Um, so they got to keep their turnovers low. They got to minimize the rebounding. And if they do that, I don't see teams outscoring them four times. Yeah. Did you guys, I don't know if you guys. I, How? How are you going to outscore this team four times? How? <laughs> How? Uh, well, getting 30 more shots than they do. Yeah, that, I, yeah, that's the that's other right. That's the way that you beat them. That's not good. <laughs> but that's why I want them to play Nick Claxton. I think Nick Claxton, you know, actually, if I have, if I'm telling the truth, on the eye test alone, I hope 
someone doesn't embarrass me with a stat that says this that says different, but Bruce Brown seems to get the rebounds that you know big men don't get. I don't know if that would work against the Sixers, but Bruce he gets Brown gets every to, loose ball. Every single loose ball, Bruce Brown gets it. He's he went from he went from the guy Eve. I called him. I mean, you had the iconic line that I've told everyone. I always give you credit that he went from the guy who looks like he's like the circus acrobatic guy at halftime doing flips. Yeah, and who I, and who I, and who I called the guy that that just wanted to be in the montage video of, 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 of the championship to like. He's fucking important. Like he's and 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 they all love him. Like I, I don't know if you guys follow on a like on on social or whatever. Harden, Durant, Kyrie, they all fucking love. Like of of all the guys that aren't part of the big three or like, aren't DeAndre, I guess. Like the, the, everyone is all in on Bruce. Like if is, you look at Shamit's face, sometimes he's looking at KD and Kyrie. Like, do I belong here? Am I supposed to be here? <laughs> But Bruce Brown is the type of dude that he just, it's like, like to me, he still looks like one of the tumblers with, with the headband. There's one particular tumbler that, that's at Barkley Center all the time that he particularly looks like. But that's who, that's what I think he is. But all of us, but if you look at his confidence, sometimes he shrugs KD off. Like KD will touch him on the shoulder, he'll shrug KD off. Like, who, who does. Like these guys are confident, but I I really don't understand Mike James' confidence. But I think we talked about that already. But um, but Bruce Brown feels like he belongs, man. I think he's gonna do some special things for us. I just don't like his size against some of these bigger monster teams, man. Anyway, Sam, the playoffs. We're gonna have a uh, 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 tell all the listeners out here. We're gonna have some special guests for the playoffs. Uh, 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 some of uh, the top Nets beat writers, the top, top Nets uh, uh, purveyors of, of the Brooklyn Nets um, come on and just break down what, what we're going to see in the playoffs and, and go more in depth than we are tonight. Tonight we're just, you know, putting a cap on a season, a great season for for this team. It's, it's the first time we've had this many games over 500. Um, it's a great achievement, but now it's time for the playoffs, man, and and um, we all feel good. And you want to close it out, and uh, Sam, you want to say anything to close it out? No, I mean, I, I, I the only thing I wanted to uh, to ask you to ask you guys very quickly is, do you guys do you guys care one way or another between Celtics and Wizards of who you're playing? I don't know if you guys talked about it at all yet, but yeah, uh, yeah, we we, we kind of both preferred the Celtics for a few yeah, you know I, few I, reasons. I do also. Mainly for more like aesthetic purposes than matchup stuff, but yeah, I, I think it's also the better matchup too. I think the Celtics. The the only comment I have, which is my favorite comment that people had from uh, from uh, the bubble last year, is the Celtics are the type of team where if you punch them in the mouth once, they're ready for one, two, three, Cancun, like let's go home. Yep, like, they're they're ready to quit. They. That's why they're not going to beat the Wizards. They should beat the Wizards, but I that's know, why they're not going to beat the Wizards. The Wizards are going to be the team we play. Yeah. Right? You, you agree with that, right, Bam? Yeah. I think it's a coin flip, that game. Um, really? Yeah. I think it's, you know. Nah. You know the Celtics have been I gutless. I no happen. The Celtics have been gutless this season. They, like, 
Uh, this is the team Bill Simmons said was going to like compete for championships for a decade. <laughs> that game's what Tuesday night, right? Yep. All right, so we'll yep. find out Tuesday, and then we'll do our uh, we'll find out who we're playing, then we'll dive into it later in the week. Yeah, man, we're 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 gonna bring on a a, a smorgasbord of folks. Anyway, I'm at Eve Darboos. And that's my man at Sam LaChow and my man Pass First Eleven Bam Bam Bigger Nose. He's, you know him formally as that guy before he got uh, retroactively banned by. Check by your Twitter. check your block list. I'm probably on it. <laughs> <laughs> we are the front office podcast, and the next time we're talking to you, we will be talking about more about the playoffs. But that's basically it. Everybody, go Brooklyn. It is our time, guys. We out. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.